Listener Production. Hey, it's me, Ashla Carlson. Welcome to today's episode of More Than Enough Already, where I'm simply giving you more, more complaining, more venting, more swearing, the works, all of the above, but with a little help from my good friend, Nazim Hussain, what? who likes to complain just as much as me, which is saying something. Actually, I don't complain. Do you complain? We don't complain so much. But of course, there's a cherry on top. Each episode will wrap up with you, my beautiful, sexy podcast complainers. So get your aggression on. Let's get stuck into today's episode. Be angry with me. I know you're not lying. <laughs> Are you enjoying the show? More, More than, than enough, enough already. already. Oh, shush. All right. Welcome to another episode of More Than Enough Already. I'm Ashley, eating some cake. Still having your bloody lunch. I'm having my lunch. cake and eating it. No, you know what shits me? Let me tell you straight up. Mm. Those people... When you see them, and they all have exactly the same personality, this sentence will come out of people with exactly the same personality. Mm. I don't want to hear about your horoscope. I want to see (laughs) notes in the newspaper for these fucking people. It's my birthday week. (laughs) You know those people? They don't have, it's my birthday today. So the personality is based around birthdays, They love a celebration. Love a fucking celebration. But their birthday is so special and good on them. But then they go, it's my birthday week. No, bitch. You were born a moment in time. Yes. Okay. You weren't, it's not even a whole fucking day isn't for you. Like I was born (laughs) quarter past midnight on the 15th of February. Quarter past midnight, 15th of February. Yeah. Oh, so just past Valentine. Just past Valentine. Mm. So that's my birthday. By the time I wake up eight o'clock in the morning, I go, well, my birthday's been, but I'll still have the cake. Yeah. I don't fucking carry on the whole goddamn week if anyone says anything like, oh my God, the cinnamon scroll's delicious. Well, it is my birthday week. <laughs> I, guess what time I was born? It's going to sound fake and it's a time based on a stereotype of brown people. Where do we work? Convenience. 7-Eleven. I was Were born. You? I was literally born. AM or PM? PM. Fuck. 7-Eleven, which is sick. So I used to, when I was a kid, I was, I, you know, I was born at 7-Eleven. What were you? Mm. I mean the time, you silly head. Oh, my God. Have but you worked that into stand-up? No, I haven't yet. You it feels, have to. Yeah, I've got to do it. Maybe that can be the name of your show. Nazim is same. 7-Eleven and then the date of your birth. And then you go, you talk about your birth. 7-Eleven. I've got a joke about how airport security is now all like Indians and Pakistani people, Muslims and stuff. And lesbians. Always, always and lesbian. a lesbian with a wrist guard. There is, isn't there? Always a lesbian with a wrist guard. You go, why do all these lesbians have fucking wrist guards? How, you know, they, they sell vibrators, ladies. You don't need to get fucking carpal tunnel <laughs> for this. Well, the joke is that they're, like, they're hiring people from 7-Eleven to stop the next 9-Eleven. But um, that, so that title, 7-Eleven, could work. You are literally the only one that can do that joke. Yeah, give it a go. I'm sure you can. You can sell any joke. No, thanks. No, I can't. If if I could go back in time, mm. I'd probably, I, like, even as a lesbian, there's Mom. certain dudes that I go, like, I'd fuck Barack Obama. If he wasn't Barack Obama and he was just a guy who worked at, uh, he was a, uh, in accounts receivable. If here. he still had the confidence that he has now, because mm. he just has that vibe about him. Yeah. You know when you meet someone that has that confidence where you go, that's sexy. Mm. And, I mean, make no mistake, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be chucking Michelle Obama in for free because <laughs> fuck me dead. But, <laughs> but. He does so, have a yeah, cadence that. Yeah, it's, it's it's that confidence that and and mm. Martin Luther King had the same. Just had that That's thing so, about him. Yeah, that, he just it's knows. Sort of, it's that gentle the way he spoke. You go, I don't know what you're about, but I'm with it. I want to get in there. Yeah, I'm just glad he was selling the right thing because he could sell anything. Yeah, and I'm buying it. Yeah. 
we've got a uh, birthday week person in our midst, actually. We've got producer Oscar. Oscar's a birthday week guy. How old are you? How old are you? I'm going to do the annoying thing where you go, have a guess. <laughs> All right. Fuck, it gets worse. And go, those go, are the same fucking people. Like, that's my birthday week. How old are you? Guess. It's like. Uh, bald people are hard to tell, though. I know. And he's a white, bald guy. So yeah. you can't, you literally can't. And I imagine when he did have he, he was like a ginger. So that's fucking impossible. Ginger? No, no, no. Does he? No, he doesn't have. Look at him. He's got no color. There's like nothing. It's like, yeah. you're never going to see that on a tanning bed. Bald um, people are ageless until they're like 80. And then suddenly it's just all the all neck the moisture just up. goes, and they yeah. just yeah dead the next week. Okay, let's go. Um, Birthday week, thirty eight. No, that is correct. Oh. I turned thirty eight. You're good at that. Wow. Thank you. You look good for thirty eight. Oh, thanks. I'm thirty eight. You look younger than me. I've got greys in my beard, yeah. man. You've yeah. got hair, yeah, yours, yours, Your shit's starting to get real distinguished. Oh, no I was looking at it before, and you've got a bit in the sleeve there. I'm like, oh, dad oh, is no. coming in hot. No, it looks good. I don't know good. if it's salt and pepper. Or, I'm getting Facebook ads telling me to get the, uh, the grey. No, don't. The, no, that up. looks hot. Don't fuck with that. Okay, okay, don't fuck right. with that. Right. So, birthday. So, okay, birthday bir- week. Birthday. Oscar. I didn't mm. do anything for the actual day. Yeah. But I d- decided um, I had a, a dinner the next day and mm. then I've got the, the family thing the day after that and then in a couple of weeks time I'll do something with all my friends but you just need people but to be celebrating but you're 38 though you're not 40 like it's not a big one like if people go it's my birthday week I go happy 21st or happy 30th mm. happy or 50th. happy 40th yeah but yeah. not like it should be a big one when it's 38 it literally should just be if people forget in the morning you could just buy like lunch and go guys it is my birthday let's have a coffee yeah. and that's that they but the, the, the nine like years Thursday in between, no one gives a fuck. It's a, no, yeah. it's a no man's land. I'm 38. I yeah. know. Have mm. some respect for the for the bloody for milestone years. I'm starting to think because I'm turning 50 soon, right? Mm. So, so that's I've, something. I've got a year, so now I'm like, okay, I'm planning. Yeah. I'm planning that 50th, right? So when people go, um, how old are you going? Like before, when you said how old are you, I'm like, it's irrelevant because in a year or so I'm going to be 50, and then it. I can say I'm okay. gonna, I'm 50. But now I'm not even. I don't give a fuck about you know 49. What? I'm <laughs> only focusing. On turning 50. Actually, I would say the last year of a decade, this is the last time I'm going to blah, blah, blah in my 40s. You've got to live this year. You've got excuses no, for bad behaviour. because that's as annoying as people going, uh, you know, the, on, New, on New Year's Eve, they go, last time I'm having a shower this year. And you're like, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, but that, yeah okay. That's, last that's time lame. I'm going to eat. I'll see you Shall next year. Shag? Last time. I'm having sex in, a, in this year. Like, yeah, if you play your cards right, last time fucking ever. <laughs> but, I mean, you got to do some things before you're 50. What haven't you done? I've done everything. Okay, I could... Except okay. for Barack Obama. So sexually, I think you're fine. There's a mm. lot of boxes ticked, even yeah. ones that I didn't even know were boxes to be ticked. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. And you should probably not tick the boxes. You should just play <laughs> nicely with those. <laughs> have you, um, have you uh, smashed ice cream on your face? You know, Waleed, when that? I think it was when he was, when he was turning 40, I remember mm. he, you know, he's a normal, he's a very respectable guy. Yeah. I remember we went to Ligon Street at, and uh, we were like, you gotta, we gotta do something crazy. And so he got ice cream and he smashed in his forehead and that was the craziest thing he's ever done. And that was his... Well, that sounds wasteful. It was a bit wasteful. I, I don't know what we did with the ice cream then. I don't know if we ate it, but that's the, that's what lead being crazy. What is Ursula being crazy? And not being violent to somebody else, because I know that's your probably that's your go-to. That is not my go-to. I'm not violent because not I violent, have that. No, I'm but not. You would like because to be. I have that that 
aura about me. People don't fuck with me and I appreciate that. Yes. So I'm leaning into that. I've never threatened anyone. I've never hit anyone. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You've never threatened someone? Thre- I Legally, think, I've never threatened anyone. I think threatening for good reasons is, is like heroic. You know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're, I've threatened people, yeah. but not, not for, but not for legal through. reasons. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I oh, have course. not. No, no, definitely Never. Not. Never. Have you, there's that place where you smash shit. Oh, yeah. You I just go do and that. throw yeah. stuff at the wall. Yeah, yeah. Although, uh, if you have a farm or any, so I, I love chopping wood. And that gets all of that oh. rage out of you too. And you use it for firewood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get down to the kindling bits and I fucking smash all of this shit up. It's yeah. great. Um, no, honestly, I, okay, this is crazy because I'm so scared of heights. Yeah. Like I am absolutely petrified of heights, right? Um, so I, I thought about, because when I'm here for the Melbourne Comedy Festival, which I'm doing as a you. Yes. And, no, and you come guys should us. come and see us, come right? See us. Tickets available right now we're not on doing our a website show together. or livenation.com.au. We no, we're We would never work people. together on stage. We could. I we could. could work with you. Hey, hmm. when you had a child, oh, that was seriously I covered very sweet. for your show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Technically, Thank I was much. you. You were me. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you, it was so sweet because there's all these Muslims in a room and I went out and all these aunties and uncles in the front and I'm like, these people are going to hate the fuck out of me. Oh, they and loved I, you. I said, I said, okay, now Nazim's wife is in labor, <laughs> but we don't want him to not do the show and not get the money because his <laughs> wife's in labor. They're going to have a baby. I said, so if you don't want to see, so I'm going to do the show with some mates and if you don't want to see it, you can leave now and we'll give you a full refund. Mm. Two people left. Only two people left. Yep, and those and are, the rest of them stayed. Yeah, right. and then I got messages afterwards going like, oh, even more than what we bargained for. That was so like, good. Okay. They were so, like, there was all these literally, literally aunties and uncles sitting mm. in the front, like I'd say 60, 70 plus. <laughs> they had a fucking ripper yep. of a night. At one stage, Joel Creasy and I were on stage <laughs> just telling each other how disgusting we are, <laughs> these poor people, but just riffing with the crowd and they were so into it. It was That's amazing. the thing I think people don't realise about, like, Probably like uncles and aunties and Muslims, and they're pretty. Um, they're everyone's like, oh, they must be very religious and conservative and blah blah blah. They they're have not. the dirtiest they, sense. Of, they were so mm. up for it. My mum loves it whenever, like, she's watched your comedy a bunch. Of, and if if you ever swear, if if I swear, she gets upset. But if she sees you swearing, she's just, my sister. Tell, I think I told you. She she's told me routinely. Ursula Carlson is my favorite comedian. Straight yeah. face. Yeah. Sees my heart breaking. She said that at your birthday party. (laughs) At a surprise party, you're coming out, you know, like people are shooting all those things and balloons are dropping and your sister's just talking to me, missing the whole surprise. Yeah, good to be here, but I'd prefer to be at Ursula's birthday. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you're 11 years older than me. Can I ask this? I don't mean, how does it, like you're almost 50. Mm -hmm. That's... When I was a kid, I remember thinking 50 is old. That's old. old. I used to think 40 is really old. I used to think old. I think 30 was old. Yeah. But how does it feel to be nearly Honestly, 50? Honestly, I love it. Every year I get older, I, I think because there's so much suicide and cancer in our family mm-hmm. that um, every year I get older, I'm like, fuck, I'm still here, you know. And But apart from that. You can't really avoid cancer. I don't know if there's. No. Oh, I mean, I've had it twice. So, um, But mm. I just kind of go, you know. I feel more confident in myself and more uh, like I will speak up about stuff. I'm not shy to, you know, if someone goes, we're going to do this. I go, no, we're not. So you just and don't I, give I a don't shit feel, as much. It's not about not giving a shit because I think a lot of people go, oh, like, and even in my stand up, I'll say, oh, my give a fuck o meter broke as soon as I turned 40. But it's not really that. Like, you can just say, and you know who taught me this? Sarah Millican sent me an email oh, back. She's awesome. After I wrote my book, I sent her a message and I said, hey, 
would you mind giving me the foreword for my book? You know, on the hmm. cover, there's someone. And, and she goes, hey, I appreciate you asking. Like immediately the email came back. She goes, I appreciate you asking, but um, a good friend of mine is busy writing a book and I want to save the foreword for her. Uh-huh. So I don't want to give you one. And then it sort of dilutes, dilutes from it. And I, I went, hey, man, thanks for getting back to me. Mm. And I appreciated, A, her honesty. Yeah. B, that she didn't just quietly go, oh, I didn't fucking know. Just you know, ghosted. Yeah, it just goes to me. No, she just came back and go, this is how I feel. And mm. I fucking appreciate it. And I, and I sort of went, you know what? I'm going to fucking start doing that. Mm. So it's not that I don't give a fuck anymore. Mm. I I actually care now about how I handle situations, but also I I care how I handle situations for myself. Because in the past, I feel like in my 20s and 30s, I was like, how can I deal with this so people don't get upset? Now I'm like, how will I deal with this so... I don't get upset. And so I feel comfortable too. In the past, I didn't give a fuck about how I felt. Now uh, I give a fuck about how I feel and how other people feel. So I, 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 I'm actually inspired by that. I really want to be where you are, but like, I don't want to wait 10 years. That seriously feels freeing. Honestly, Naz, so, as soon as I turned 40, I, I could feel it's like a switch flipped and it's like, almost like your brain goes, hey, you don't have a shit ton of time left. Like hmm. all the, you know, the first 40 years is when you're young and your joints don't hurt. Hmm. And then once you turn 40, it's almost like your hips go, uh, yeah. okay. you know, but then I, I don't know. It was just, it literally was just a thing in my head that went, you need to start to stop taking but, care of yourself. Well, it's like my, you know, my wife, because someone asked me to do something, even though I want to say no, saying no is such an effort emotionally. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm letting someone down, disappointing. Yeah. I'll try and offer an alternative. But she's just like, if you say yes to something, just think of what you're saying no, no to. No to. Yeah. Which I know is a comment, but it's and like. she's a psychologist. She's, she's she is. Almost, it's almost yeah. like you should listen to her. I should listen to her. Yeah. But, okay, so especially because you have kids, mm. this is how I feel now. Someone says to me, and because I play golf, I get this a lot. People go, will you come and do a fundraiser with us? And mm. I, I would. Mm. I really want to do the fundraiser and I really want to play golf and I really want to, you know, mm. be out in the sunshine and all this shit. But then I go, okay, if I do that, especially if it's overseas, now I'm going to fly there, mm. then play golf, then I'm away for like two, three days from my kids. Now I'm taking that time away from I can go play golf mm. while they're at school, um, you know, at home mm. and just – you know, so I now I go, hey, I really appreciate it and I really want to do it, but I can't justify being away from my kids for so long or I can't justify the time away yeah. or I just really want to be home. That's actually, I think that's what I'm grappling with now because I, I used to work at a tele, as a telemarketer. Actually, mm. all the jobs I used to have were paid around 25 bucks an hour, yeah. which was pretty good because I remember some of my friends getting 18 bucks an hour yeah. and 90. 25 was pretty good. So now when I get offers for anything, hmm. it doesn't matter if it's thousands of dollars, hundreds, I think about it in terms of how many hours of my old time was it like, hmm. if it's 200 bucks, that's like, what's the math? It's like eight hours. That's a yeah. full day. Yeah. So the other day I got offered a gig on a night that I was with my kids free just to hang out. And I was like, do I want to give yeah. up the whole night? So now I, I basically, I said no to it, but I'm like, yeah. oh, that's how much my time with my kids, I guess, is worth yeah. in money. Yeah. See, I don't I don't think of anything in the monetary thing. But you I are think basically it, putting value, like you're putting yeah, a dollar but I, I, I put it in units. Like oh, how yeah. many units am I prepared to give up? What, was your, what would you, 50,000 bucks to, to hang out with me instead of your kids? No. You would. If the mics are off, 50,000 bucks right now. No, because you'd probably pull a fast one and go, oh, it's Zimbabwe dollars. Um... Is it, is it Australian dollars? It's Australian dollars, but I don't pay it to you now. I'll pay it to you in installments over the next 30 years. No. Okay. $20,000 now. For tonight? For tonight. 
Bron, that you bring like in a, a contract. Oh, see, you, you do it though. Yeah, because I'm here tonight. Five hundred bucks. No. Okay. Somewhere between five hundred bucks and twenty thousand bucks. That's a no. Let's take a caller. You're you're losing your fucking mind. Hello. More than enough already. This is Nazim Hussain. Hey, you keep it. Uh, who's this? <laughs> Branko is my name. Branko. Mate, we basically just want you to say your surname because we cannot figure it out. Kosick? Kosick. Kosick is the mother name. It is are you, Kossick, but just Kosick. Are you nice. Bal- Balkan? What? Are yes, from, yes. I freaking guessed Explain it. Explain to him what that means because he doesn't know I what know. Balkan is. Sounds kind of smart. <laughs> Feel worldly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm from another planet. What, co- <laughs> what country is it from? Is it from... Ah, Dad, Serbian, Mum's Macedonian. It all used to be Yugoslavia once upon a time. Yeah. Nice, nice. Where, where are you calling from now? Brisbane. Brisbane. Honestly, Bloody Brisbane. Hell. Represent during this podcast. Tell anyone... us, Branko, what is the thing that shits you to absolute tears? Fuck. Uh, like slow drivers <gasps> that seem to want to drive slow. I'm not talking about your daydreamers have had a stressed day. Just like that, just a little bit or whatever, just for like mm. 30 seconds and mm. be back up again. I'm talking about the ones that are like 5Ks, 10Ks under and will stay there the whole time like yeah. that. God damn it. That is not fucking right. No, that's like someone trying to create road rage. Yeah. They're trying to enrage you. Yeah. That's like I... water torture. It's like, yeah, it's like waterboarding with cars. Yeah. I don't need this much... It's a hole in my life when you drive like that. Um, we just want to get from point A to point B. And if you're in my fucking way, yep. come yeah. on, so, man. Like, I've got to do the, this. What's Branko, the opposite of tailgating? Yeah, no, Branko, let me, let me ask you this. What is your take on this? Because this shits me to tears. You know, when you're in the fast lane, and I mean, you're an adult. You make your own decisions, right? You, you take the risks. We take risks. Uh-huh. So the government uh-huh. says the speed limit is 100. And you're in the fast lane and you're going, say, 108, right? Because you're that kind of guy, you just, you know, you go, uh, I'm going to risk the eight kilometers. I can sort of talk my way out of it if a cop does pull mm. me over. But then a person in front of you goes exactly 100 in the fast lane. What should oh. happen to that person? Oh. Uh, I mean, read the, uh, read the room. Yeah. I want them to read the room. Mm. They, they, can, they can see in the mirrors, it's probably about three or four cars. Like, yeah. they're kind of getting close to your ass. Yeah. And you got to think to yourself, huh, you know, maybe I should have some common decency and just get the fuck get out, the out of the way. Get out of the get out of the way. I always think but, if someone's speeding, don't judge them and go, you're breaking the rules. I always think maybe someone's in labor. Bleeding. Maybe yeah. s- someone is late I, to their own yeah. child's wedding. Yeah. Or you maybe know? it's none yeah. of your fucking business. Get out the way. Get out of the way. you got to play the benefit of the doubt card. You know, if, if people, mm. someone is speeding, you're going to say to yourself, I've probably been there before. I need to get somewhere i got to get there. So for a person to, I feel, be like that sort of selfishness, yeah. belligerent to stay in that fast lane, you got yeah. somewhere to be, fuck that. You know what? Yeah. Like, okay, we're not encouraging speeding. If you're, if you're driving at the speed limit, okay, tolerable. Oh, mm. that's, an, that's excusable behaviour. Don't behavior. drive in the fast lane. But if you're under the speed limit, yeah. if you get fined for speeding, you should get sp- fined for slowing. Yeah, or they, there is fines for that. Is there? For driving yeah, too there's slow? fine. If you go too slow on the motorway, you can get a fine for that. Can you really? But also, that should just fucking crush your car and go, listen, you're <laughs> a dumb cunt. You don't get to have a car. 
I've never met someone that's got. So you know how you get like speeding tickets and it's like you were seven k's over. You were yeah. four, oh my god, you were fourteen k's over. Yeah. Can you get the same thing for? Yeah, yeah. If, if you, you go s- too slow because you're holding up traffic, my mum's been pulled over for that. Really? Because my mum is one of those people. She drives <laughs> seventy, but seventy on the motorway, seventy in the town, in town, <laughs> seventy in the driveway. It's like her car's just stuck on fucking seventy. She will <laughs> hump your car like she's always driving seventy. Like I go, Ma. Hey, but this is the frustrating thing. Like I. I hate that too. I hate, like, stay the fuck out of the fast lane. That's just a passing lane. Even when I pass, I immediately go back either in the middle or the left lane. But the thing is, if you're with someone, like a friend takes me to um, the airport, right, and then they keep driving in the fast lane and they're going mm-hmm. 100 and mm-hmm. I'm like, what? sorry, why are you driving it's in the fast lane? Like I keep I keep trying but then you go, there's, there's a cutoff. Like I can only ask them so many times, why, why are you in the fast lane? Yeah. Before they get shitty Before with me. Before they become this person but, that is talking about. They are this fucking person. Yeah. And then I am so ashamed when people then undertake us. So mm. then they go on the left to overtake and then they cut it right tight in front because you have to. You have yeah. to send the message. So you cut in real tight so they know, and you're fucking up, but then I have to cover my face because I don't want people to recognize me and go, oh, that's Israel Carlson yeah. and her, it's not this good. car. It's a reflection on it. Yeah. These are the same people who at the post office, when there's a massive queue, mm. when it's their turn to be served, they will make small talk with the person serving yeah. you. It's like, mate, look, look at everybody Amen. else, you yeah. know? Yeah. All right, it's not illegal. But no. yeah, everybody hates You're you being now. You're a cunt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh well, they always he... go, geez, you guys are busy. Yeah, fuck nuts. We know. <laughs> We're all in the queue. It's because of comments like that. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, tell me, hey, what, what's worse? You reckon the slow driver in the fast lane on a three-lane, four-lane highway or the slow driver in a one-lane highway, like I'm talking coast road, you're going from oh. Brisbane to Sydney or Sydney to Melbourne or something like yeah, that. that. The and they option. are just driving. Because yeah. that's like I think like it should be legal to kind of nudge their car a little bit. Yeah, I think you can sort of, you should be able to nudge them a little just bit. Just a little. Like just a double off the nudge. Road. Yeah, just, just kind of get them off the road a little bit. Like, again, not encouraging um, road rage, but definitely get them off the that road. That makes me feel like, have you ever, went in school camps, we used to have to do tunneling or what do you call it, caving or whatever? We have to crawl through caves. Oh, okay. I was like, this is a gay <laughs> that's, fever no, dream. that's scouts. That's scouts. No, no, I'm with school. <laughs> 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 it was like single file and it was so claustrophobic yeah. because you're like, you can't, you've got Pass. to wait for the person in front of you to yeah. go and there's a person behind you. It's yeah. like, you're stuck. Yeah, no, you're I at don't the mercy. That's, that makes me feel anxious just listening to that's that. That's like a one-lane road with someone driving. I wouldn't, I would not wish it on my worst enemy. Seriously, no, some no. of the worst shit ever. No, that is awful. Mate, thank you so much for your call. Um, Branka, we're going to fucking not sleep tonight. Just, I'm going to wake up and sweat <laughs> thinking about this shit. I've got a road trip next week. I'm going to go to Canberra sometime and I bet you I'm going to be behind one of these motherfuckers. So yeah, definitely. I'm prepping. I often just like with a slow driver, I will actually pull over mm. and just, just, just wait and then mm. just start driving again. So at least the even yeah, yeah. Not, I I often do that where I go. I, I need to get a coffee because someone's gonna fucking yeah. get it. I'd rather be late yeah. than just drive behind a slow driver. Yeah, yeah, same. Mm. I'd rather take the time out mm. and then you see them at the service station. You've rushed to your car to get the <laughs> fuck away from them. <laughs> I have, full disclosure, when someone's driven like a deck like that and they pulled into the service station, I followed them in, stood next to them and gone, you drive like a cunt. And then they go, what? Have you seriously I, done that? I have done that. My God, I go, you drive like a cunt. You know when, mm. let me tell you this, Branko, you know when you get the passing lane? 
Yeah. And you're stuck behind a slow driver. Then as soon as that passing lane comes, then that fucking Toyota Camry, mm. it's like they find a turbo somewhere. Then they go, <laughs> they go. As soon as you go, okay, I'm gonna, I'm fucking ready. I'm gonna overtake. As soon as they get in that passing lane, it's like the turbo kicks in. Then they go 280 kilometers an hour. So, yeah. You can see the bits of the car per- fly off. That's an evil person. Then you, but you what? can't catch up. By the time the the lane closes, then they fucking slow down again to 80. I had one last week. I had one where there was like a two-lane turning right kind of situation, mm-hmm. and I'm in like the uh, inner of the two lanes or whatever. I'm turning around. Mm. The person who's like in a little hatchback, I'm like in a wagon. Mm. They blitz me, and then as soon as I go around the corner, slow down, sixty, like yeah. straight up. Yeah. Just these are people, these like, are people who nah. are at, at, at work. They have a bad time. They're not getting promoted. Their yeah. colleagues are doing yeah. better than them. Yeah, so yeah. they so they get in their car and then they try to assert some sort of authority. Yeah, they probably like security guards sometimes. You yeah. Know? Listen, um, Branko, we're going to let you go, but I do want to quickly just ask, what kind of car do you drive? Uh, it is a Volkswagen. Oh yeah, all right. Okay, we're not going to judge. No, no. I mean, I I I do love it. I used to have a Golf GTI. That thing could fuck right. Which ones are they again? The fast ones. It's a Passat. It's a turbo. It's nice. Yeah, no. You want a van? Turbo. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yours is yours is like a a station wagon type thing, but fast. Yeah, that's that's the one. All right, Branko. Thank you so much for telling us what shit you to tears. Appreciate you. Drive safe. Drive safe. Ciao. That is Oof. a big frustration for me. You know, I, I used to host a show, Road Madness, and it was all about people losing their shit on the road. Road Madness. Road Madness, yeah. Bloody it's like hell. dash cam scenario, and then I just commentate on it. But, um, it's, yeah, it's I like, love driving. I and love I driving can't, too. I can't ta- stand when people drive like shit. Especially if you're like, you spend a bit of time buying a car, thinking about it, you know, oh, how fast does it go? Like, Don't fucking it? come with that shit. You don't spend any time. You get a free car. Okay. All right. I'm saying for those, I'm imagining people that do. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day when <laughs> the you day. when you heard of people who no, we buy bought a car. I've got one car from Brighton Mazda. Shout out. Awesome people there. Not sponsored on this podcast. I don't give a fuck about go Brighton Mazda. Go get your Mazda. car from Brighton. Don't go there. <laughs> Piece of shit. But, Brighton. But you get a car so you can get, hit the open road. And then when yeah. you're out in the open road, the single lane, Great Ocean Road, great example. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful road to drive down. Yeah. And then you're stuck behind some dick. Yeah. You know, and mm. it just ruins the whole thing. I yeah. can't take in the waves and the breeze yeah. and shit. That's why you should get a motorbike. I used to love riding my motorbike. The freedom yeah. of the open road, but people in cars want to kill you. It's yeah, like, exactly. Nah, can't do it. It's, yeah, if you've got, if, you've, if you're low on the will to live, yeah. ride a motorbike. Yeah, or a bicycle. That will really or stamp you out quickly. Yeah, or a unicycle. Because people don't give a shit about it. And I am a cyclist, so, you know, I feel the fear there. You, yeah, yeah, that's right. I do love a cycle. Do you, do you ride a motorized one? Yeah, I do have one of those. I've got one of those because I'm loaded. Mm. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Drive safe. And remember, do not fucking cruise in the fast lane because there's crazy cunts behind you. Seriously. And we're ready for you. We're judging you. Get the fuck out of there. And that's a wrap for this week's episode of More Than Enough Already. But I think it's important that I mention that I'll be back with a fresh new season of That's Enough Already in March with a lineup of guests that would make even Oprah go, that's impressive. Bish, that is impressive. But to keep you company until then, Nazim and I will be back next week with more stuff that ticks us off. See you then. Listener. Hey everyone, I'm Nazim Hussain and I 
along with... Ashley Carlson. We're going on tour. Yes, we are. We're doing shows and we're making people laugh. Yeah, on stage, okay? Mm. You don't have to listen to the podcast. You can just come and see us in the flesh. Real life. Can't touch us. You can smell us. You can't throw things at us. But you can definitely you sniff us. Sniff us. <laughs> Come and see our comedy. LiveNation.com.au for tickets. Or our websites, which is our names with a dot com at the end. Or just stalk us on socials. Google us. Find out our first wives, second wives, third wives. We're looking for wives. We are. If you're doing enough research, you'll be able to find out where we live and just, just follow us around. I will dox. If you send me a DM, I will send you Nazim's address. I'll send you Ursula's address. 